people. So the WhatsApp group was fantastic to realize I'm not alone. There's people that I can resonate with that that thinks and feels the same as I do. And I actually, the Sober Spring Challenge um, ended on the 5th of November. And I thought, oh, great, that's it. I'm now Miss Sober forever. I can do this. And then I actually missed the conversations. And on the 8th of November, I took out a membership at World Without Wine because I can't go without the connection. Welcome to the tribe. This is your weekly podcast from Tribe Sober. Whether you're already sober, striving to be sober, or just plain sober curious, you need a tribe. You need a tribe because it's so hard to do this alone. You need a tribe because you need support. And that's where we come in. Here at Tribe Sober, we've got your back. Here at Tribe Sober, we have people at all stages of the journey, all helping each other to stay on track. On this podcast, we've got recovery stories to inspire you, experts to inform you, and plenty of advice on how to ditch the drink and change your life. So here's your host, Tribe Leader, Janet Gorond. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Tribe Sober podcast. My name is Janet Goron. I'm the founder of Tribe Sober, and I'm your host for this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, series two of the podcast is all about taking a break from alcohol, just how beneficial it is to take a break, how important it is to test our dependence regularly. And this ties in nicely with our Sober Spring Challenge, which starts on the 1st of September. We're going to be interviewing people who've done our Sober Spring Challenge in the past. Last week, we interviewed Kai, who did Sober Spring two years ago, and he hasn't had a drink since, even though he didn't do it because he wanted to stop drinking. So uh, we also interviewed Lebo, who used it to moderate for a while, and finally she decided that she felt so much better when she wasn't drinking that she was going to ditch the moderation technique and give up drinking completely. Today's interview is with a lovely lady called Christelle. Now, Christelle did Sober Spring in 2019. She heard me on the radio tasting alcohol-free wines. And when she heard the conversation, she had a bit of a light bulb moment because she reflected on her own drinking habits and she decided that for her it was more about the ritual than the alcohol. So perhaps alcohol-free wines would work for her. I started our conversation by asking Crystal to tell us about herself. I'm Crystal. I'm 45 years old. I live in Pretoria and I've got one son. He turned 21 the other day, a couple of weeks ago, and I'm married to my best friend for 25 years in November. Yeah, happily married. (laughs) Congratulations. When did you first start thinking that that you'd like to maybe change your relationship with alcohol? When did you first start thinking there might be a problem here? As you all know that drinking wine, when it's, it's the first glass that is the bugger because when it's the first glass it triggers you to have another glass and then I must finish the bottle so and that started bothering me and 
I think I've signed up for World Without Wine, um, the 30-day challenge in January. And I think I lasted about 30 minutes. You know what? You get those days where you wake up 2 o'clock in the morning, your heart throbbing and it's jumping out of your chest. And you get this anxious feeling and then you think, what have I done last night? <laughs> um, did I feed my son and my husband? Uh, you know, did I make f- I can't remember. And then you start negotiating with yourself, say, this, is, this has got to stop. You know, um, this is not happening again until six o'clock when you start making food and out comes the bottle of wine and, yeah, you have to throw it in the dustbin. <laughs> so <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> so you did the 30 days or, or rather you did 30 minutes of the 30 days, I think. <laughs> you know, you wasn't, I wasn't ready. I've got a Fitbit. What really triggered me was my resting um, heartbeat. At some stage, August last year, it was 84. Then when I started with the Sober Spring, it actually came down to the low 60s now. So it's it's really, it was, that was the main mission, was for health reasons. I like what you said about you, you've got to be ready because, um, you know, you obviously weren't ready when you signed up for the 30 days. But nevertheless, you, you reflected a lot before you signed up. You paid for the challenge. So it, you kind of dipped your toe in the water, didn't you? And then you ran away from the freezing water again. But then, uh, so then you saw the Sober Spring Challenge. So what made you think, oh, let's give these guys another try you know what was fantastic just before that I heard you over the radio um, on radio 702 and you were actually drinking de-alkalized wine and having a taste on the radio and saying how it tastes like my husband was in the bedroom with me that morning and I told him I said listen to this I can actually do this for me it's about the habit I love having my glass and my bottle, want to open it, pull the drink. And then that's, for me, that's, that's my kick that I get out of it. I told him, I said, I'm sure I can do it because I know that it's not the alcohol that I'm after. It's the habit. With the alcohol, it's terrible because I can't stick to one drink because then the alcohol kicks in and it poisons your body. And it is with the dealkalized wine, I was so ready for the challenge. And it was so exciting because I told everyone, my colleagues even, they all knew Christelle is not drinking wine for 66 days. And that was the best feeling ever. And yes, I went in prepared that 1st of September 2019, that Sunday morning when I woke up, it was like in I'll be fine. I've got my bottle of wine in inverted commas in the fridge and I can do it. Yeah, because we're always talking about being on a journey, aren't we? It's a bit of <laughs> jargon that we use all the time. But in fact, when you've got your alcohol-free wine and the drinks that you like, you, you're, you've packed for the journey, haven't you? You're prepared, can't they? I was the same as you. I was desperate for that ritual. It kind of slowed me down at the end of the day. But like you, I couldn't just have one glass of wine, you know, because it is addictive and I would have to have more and more and then you feel terrible the next day. But with the alcohol-free wine, I, I don't know about you, but I never want more than one or two glasses because… Uh, never. And I can go a week without having a glass of, yeah. of 
the alkalized wine now and I'm fine, you know. And that's yeah. the beauty of it is yeah. if if people can just see because now I realize how alcohol was such an addictive drug yeah. and that it wasn't me craving for the wine and finishing the bottle, um, you know, and say, oh, it's the habit, you know. Um, I like taking my having my glass of wine or whatever, but but now I can see that it's it's gone, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. and that's that's the beauty of it. You're listening to a podcast from Tribe Sober. When you signed up for Sober Spring, was your intention to stop forever or did you think, oh, I'll, I'll try this challenge, see if I can last longer than 30 minutes <laughs> and take it from there? <laughs> you know what? I I said to Cliff, I said, okay, let's, let's try this 66 days because I feel I can do this with the de-alkalized wine. And we started on the 1st of September. On the 8th of September, Cliff and I went to... Menland Mall and we sat there and we had coffee this the Sunday morning and I looked at him and I said you know what I'm done with mine because he asked me he said what are you going to do after the 66 days and I said I'm not going back because I can't moderate the word moderation doesn't exist in my vocabulary I just decided there and then I'm done with alcohol I don't need it. I've got my red wine. I've got my white wine. There's champagne that's alcohol free. Yeah. I'm sorted. Yeah. I don't even like champagne, but I love the non-alcoholic one <laughs> because it doesn't give you a headache. So so I'm sorted for life. And I just decided on day eight, that's it. I'm not. And I think also, you know, the interaction on the WhatsApp group there, it, it you begin to realize, you know, that, that people that are on this challenge mostly, you know, they, they did it to take a break, but they're realizing that, you know, maybe maybe life is possible without wine. <laughs> yes. And you know what? The the WhatsApp group is the best because I thought I'm on my own. Yeah. And I, I thought I'm the only one that's as crazy as hell. I mean, <laughs> who else <laughs> drinks a bottle of wine at night? Because my husband doesn't drink. He will have half a glass and then leave the other and say, oh, no, it doesn't taste nice. He's got a headache from it. That was terrible. So the WhatsApp group was fantastic to realize I'm not alone. There's people that I can resonate with that, that thinks and feels the same as I do. And I actually... The Sober Spring Challenge um, ended on the 5th of November, and I thought, oh, great, that's it. I'm now Miss Sober forever. I can do this. And then I actually missed the conversations. And on the 8th of November, I took out a membership at World Without Wine because I can't go without the connection yeah. Yeah. to the other yeah. members. And I will be there forever. If, oh, that's you know, nice and, to know. <laughs> because really it's it's like we are there for each other and you know if you feel off or feel down or go through a struggle there is someone that's that's going through that same struggle with you or there are someone that can just lift you up the community is so amazing so really 
it's so common that I think that you, you get sober and you think, okay, you know, I, I don't need this world without one crew anymore. I, I'm off. You know, I mean, just this afternoon, I got a message from a guy who'd been a member for about a year and then left. And he said, he said, oh, I thought I was sorted, but, you know, I've drifted off again and started moderating. So I think I'm going to rejoin, you know. So that's why I say to people, just stick around. When I joined Sober Spring, I was at the end of my struggle yeah. with with wine and I was fed up and I had it. I ha- really had enough. So I never had a slip. Something just clicked in my head. But I must say, when we go out to friends and that, um, I, I told them straight off from the beginning, I don't drink alcohol anymore. I'm a non-drinker. And then I will... I went there once with my non-alcoholic gin and we ended up enjoying the whole evening, all of us drinking my non-alcoholic gin. So you've got obviously very nice friends that never put pressure on you. I mean, I always say that a true friend will do what what your friends have obviously done and said, how can I support you? You know, this might be tough for you, but what can I do? Whereas the non-friends, the drinking buddies will just say, oh, why are you doing that? You're crazy. Exactly. You're listening to a podcast from Tribe Sober. If you'd like to join our warm and welcoming community, just head on over to tribesober.com and hit the membership tab. That's www.tribesober.com. So so what benefits did sobriety bring you? How sobriety sure. brought you? Okay, so first of all, I think what's fantastic is if I look in the mirror, you don't see these puffy eyes, these red cheeks, um, and you look sick. That has gone. I mean, now I look like in my 20s again. You <laughs> like, look, look fabulous, you, Crystal. <laughs> no, but you glow. And you know what? It's yeah. because of the way you feel. And when you feel sick and you feel miserable and you feel terrible every single morning of your life, that's got an effect on you. So I think that was the biggest thing is the way I felt and and the way I look in the mirror now. Um, yes, I lost some weight in the beginning, but then lockdown happened and then I started <laughs> eating chocolates. <laughs> I'm not concerned about that. It's how you feel and how you feel about yourself. And that disappointment is gone, you know. Yeah, you yeah. feel and proud. I think our, our self-esteem rises and we just feel happier, don't we? It's as, as simple Much as that. Happier. Yes, definitely. How, how was your sleep, Christelle? Was it tough at first or easy? Or Before Sober Spring, it was tough. Every morning waking up 1 a.m., 2 a.m. with this death yeah. sweat exactly. and guilt. And, you know, and afterwards, I slept like a baby. Wonderful, I mean, yeah. No, it's it's really been fantastic. I remember that very first morning when I woke up and my alarm clock actually woke me up. And it was like in oh I slept. I slept through. It was like a newborn baby, you know, that slept through for the first time. And yeah, it's really it's it's been good. 
Yeah, yeah. Because if we've been drinking for years, you know, we've we've lost out on decent sleep for years. So we we've so fatigued, and um, so I'm sure you realise that we are when we drink, we lose out on the REM sleep. So we should get seven cycles of REM sleep. You know, that deep restorative sleep. But if you drink, you only get two or three cycles. So imagine, you know, for years and years, you're missing out on that restorative important part of your sleep. And then when you stop drinking, suddenly you you can sleep again. Uh, but I would say if there's anyone listening that is thinking, oh, well, that's all right for them, but I can't get to sleep without my wine. For some people, me included, actually, it does take a few weeks, sometimes months even, for your, your sleep patterns to normalize. But they will, and then you'll get the best sleep that you've had for years. Definitely. And magnesium is also very good. Oh, yes, yes, I agree. On the 1st of September, our third Sober Spring Challenge will begin again. So what, what would you say to anybody that's thinking of, uh, of signing up, but they're not really sure? Oh, they have to. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's for sure. no, that's, that's fantastic, really. It. I promise you, if you sign up on the 1st of September, or you can sign up now, it's it's open already, Janet. Yeah, that's hey? good, yeah. Perfect. So please sign up now. Um, Janet and her team will put you on a WhatsApp group. And there are people like you out there. We are, there are people that think like you, that drink like you, that wants to get better, just like all of us. And it's really a great community. And the support and the non-judgmental um, love that you get from the group is just amazing. So for anyone that thinks, let's just take a break, or if you want to try to moderate, um, just do the sober spring. You will really get to a point where you know that moderation for us, it's it's not an option. It doesn't exist, and it's it's really worthwhile to to give yourself the best gift that you can, um, and that's to join the Sober Spring Challenge. Every Saturday afternoon, we open up our Tribe Sober Zoom Cafe. It's a safe space where our members can connect, check in, and just shoot the breeze about alcohol-free living. If you'd like to be a guest at the cafe one Saturday, just drop us an email at Janet at tribesober.com. That's Janet, J-A-N-E-T, at tribesober.com, and we'll send you an invitation. Oh, thank you, Christelle. Yeah, I mean, I always say to people as well, just just do it to test your dependence, because, you know, we should do that regularly, because it is an addictive drug, and some lucky people can get by with, with just moderating, but but just do it. Do a dependence check, sign up. And if you breeze through 66 days alcohol-free and don't even notice, then obviously you, you have no problem. Or if you get through it and it's not very difficult, you've also not got a problem. But if you can't, you know, if you give up after 30 minutes or <laughs> six days, then, you know, maybe you need to make some changes. If there's one person that I thought will never, ever, ever stop drinking her wine, it was me. <laughs> and I did it. And it's now almost a year. 
Oh, thank you so much, Christelle. And we look forward to celebrating your first Asobiversary with you. With alcohol-free champagne, of course. Now, Christelle made some great points in that conversation, so I've just pulled out a few of them. I loved the way that she said it's the first glass of wine that is a problem because that triggers you to have another and another. I used to set all these limits on myself and I'd say, okay, I'm going out this evening and I'm only going to have two glasses of wine. And I tried really hard, but I just couldn't because once I'd had my two glasses of wine, the bets were off and I would go on to drinking three glasses, four glasses, etc. Because we must always remember that alcohol is designed to be addictive. So of course we're going to want to drink more. Whereas with alcohol-free wine, the magic is that you actually don't want to drink a whole bottle of the stuff. You know, one or maybe two glasses is quite enough. Christelle used to wake up at three o'clock with her heart jumping and she'd be asking herself, had she remembered to make dinner for her family the, the night before? Because she just couldn't recall, everything was a bit of a blur. And then she would berate herself and say, this can't go on. And then by six o'clock that day, wine o'clock would uh, come around again and, uh, of course, she'd open a bottle of wine. Now, Christelle signed up for our 30-day challenge and you heard her say that it lasted for 30 minutes. <laughs> That's got to be a record. I don't think anyone's quit quite so soon in our many challenges that we run. Now, looking back, she's realised that she was just not ready and there, there is a time in this drinking journey when you've had enough. You realise, I'm tired of this. I'm in a trap here and I need it needs to stop. But until you actually get to that point and until you realise that life can be uh, pretty good without alcohol, until you accept that you can't moderate, then you're really not ready. It's a journey and it involves some contemplation like any other big decision in life. So after hearing me do the tasting on the radio, Christelle stocked up with alcohol-free wine. She got red wine, she got white wine and some bubbly and then she signed up for the Sober Spring Challenge. I'd just like to strike a note of caution here. Do remember that alcohol-free wines can trigger some people. In fact, AA uh, recommend that people don't touch them at all, just in case they trigger you to, to drink the real thing. But I think for most of us, uh, certainly in my case, um, I, I found them uh, really useful. And I think if I hadn't had my alcohol-free wines in those early days, then I would have felt very kind of sorry for myself. You know, it was just something else that I could drink. Christelle loved the WhatsApp group. She discovered that she wasn't alone in her habit of sinking a bottle of wine every night, and she loved the non-judgmental support from the community. So Christelle actually sailed through the challenge without any slip-ups, without any difficulty, and she finished on November the 5th. But by November the 8th, just three days later, she was really missing the community, missing the WhatsApp group, because, of course, we disband that group at the end of the challenge. So she felt lonely for the group, so she decided that she would uh, sign up and become a member of World Without Wine, and then she would immediately be on our members' WhatsApp group, which is a permanent group. If you remember, I asked her for a 
top three benefits. She mentioned her heart rate, which has reduced from 84 to the low 60s. She mentioned her appearance. She said, gone are the puffy eyes and red cheeks. And it's true, and certainly uh, that happens quite quickly. I think our skin gets smoother, all those kind of red veins go away and our eyes get brighter. So she loved the way that her appearance was changing. She looked and she felt much younger. And the third benefit was sleep. She sleeps like a baby. No more waking up at three o'clock in the morning, wondering if she'd fed her family or not. (laughs) She wakes up clear-headed in the morning and she can even remember what they all ate for dinner. So to people thinking of signing up for our Sober Spring Challenge this year, Sober Spring 2020, Christelle says, just do it. You'll find people who think like you and drink like you. People who will support you every step of the way. The Sober Spring Challenge is the best gift you can give yourself. Well, thank you, Christelle, for that bit of marketing. I don't think I could say it better myself. So if Christelle has inspired you, then you can sign up for Sober Spring via our website. It starts on the 1st of September and it lasts for 66 days. So we've got 66 emails, 66 mini podcasts, and of course all the community support on the Sober Spring WhatsApp group, and we're going to have a weekly Zoom cafe. So you're going to really get to know those other challenges. And you can all start preparing together because we've already got people signed up and they're all on the group and getting excited about the big day on the 1st of September. Do read a bit more about our Sober Spring Challenge and please have a think about joining us. We'd love to have you on our Sober Bus for this life-changing journey. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and share. Till next time. Ditching the drink is like climbing a mountain. It's hard, it takes courage and grit, and an experienced guide. And that's where we come in. Here at Tribe Sober, we've climbed that mountain, and we know the view from the top is amazing. We've used our experience to put together a unique membership program that will support you all the way. We've got challenges, chat rooms, sober buddies, trackers, and milestone awards, and that's just for starters. So head on over to tribesober.com and check out our membership program. It's the essential resource for anyone looking to ditch the drink and change their life.